KYW Original Podcasts. Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming. I'm John McDevitt. This is Paul Kirk. And we are the Beer and, and Booze Bros. Bros. <laughs> so, we're very excited to be here, and we're really, really thankful that you guys came out here to uh, check this out. Um, we're going to have a great time tonight. Yes, sir. We have a lot of guests. They're all squishing over there. We thank you all for coming. And we thank all of you. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it. We have a lot of topics to cover, but we're going to start first by introducing our guests. Right, Johnny? All right, let's start with... in the hot seat right over there. I think it's a... What is that? A... uh it looks like a kitty car or some kind of uh, thing. Did you put your quarters in? All I know is I don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> and who's talking here with that Australian accent is our uh, saucy Aussie, Kylie Flett. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> who is representing Bluebird Distilling tonight? Yeah. So uh, she's yeah. A, yeah, she's going to uh, talk a little bit. She's going to talk a little mic. bit about uh, how Pennsylvania is. Uh, there's initiative out uh, getting Pennsylvania back on the map as the birthplace of. American whiskey. Who knew? That You've heard of the whiskey trail in Kentucky. Well, well, they're trying to start one here in Philadelphia with homegrown distillers, and it may happen. That's right. And right next to Kylie is Erin Wallace. She's the owner of Devil's Den in South Philadelphia, and yeah, and the president of the Philadelphia chapter of the uh, Pink Boots Society. We'll Where find are out. your boots, by the way? I'm, I'm seeing that. <laughs> You've got flats on. Boots today. <laughs> We'll find out what the nonprofit does and why Devil's Den is puckering up. <laughs> uh, behind them, on the right, is Dave Goldman. Dave. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> Dave owns uh, Ur- Urban right. Village. Uh, you've heard of it over at uh, on Second Street. Great, great beer bar. And Dave is uh, he is uh, he matriculated, by the way. Did he? Yes, he did. He, he was one of the first graduates from the University of Sciences brewing, uh, brewing program. Yeah. And, they, yeah, they, they, you can go to college to learn to brew. And Dave was uh, right up How on about it. That? He's going to tell us all about that. that. Was available also, when I was. Yeah, all right. I forget about it. Well, we did kind of major in beer, didn't we? But um, Dave's, Dave's going to talk to us about oh, a festival he's put together on Second Street and, and a beer he has made for that festival. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, well, Stacy's mom, Purple Monkey Dishwasher, Picks or It Didn't Happen, just a few of Evil Geniuses Brewing's a creative name brews, and the new Baby Shark Shark. Wait, Baby Shark. That's the name of their new beer. Don't run out the They've got crazy names. We're going to get into that more. Where's Luke? Yeah, we're going to find out more about. There he is. Hello. Give it up for Luke. Luke Bowen, Luke Bowen from <laughs> Luke Bowen from Evil Genius. We also invited Double Nickel. They're not here yet. We hope they'll get here in time and tell us all about there. They're in Pensacola, New Jersey, about three years old, and they've uh, had a huge impact already. They're great beer. Yeah, and did you guys ever like just get a draft beer, craft draft beer, and just like it's your favorite? So you know your favorite, right? You take a little sip, sippy sippy. Little sippy sippy, and decide that uh, this doesn't taste just right. So we have uh, the guys from Philly Taps. They're a draft line cleaning service. Uh, owner Nick Les and Kevin Logan, aka the Toothless Technician, are here to 
flush out that. They're kind of like they're they're, they're like the, the <laughs> they're like the chimney sweeps of um uh, of uh, beer bars. Right, right. So uh, Dan, if you're ready, we're gonna ask you to cue the music again. <laughs> so let's go find it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, Paul. Is it my turn? Go ahead. I'm lost. All right, we'll take your questions, uh, uh, but we're going to get started with uh, Bluebird. And Kylie Flett. You are up. Uh, tell us all about... Get out. Yeah, so tell us about the distilling scene in Philly and, and Bluebird and, and, and where it's headed. Yeah, I mean, it's incredibly exciting. You know, Pennsylvania in the last seven years has actually grown to have more distilleries in the state of Pennsylvania than Kentucky. So, and the fifth amount in the entire in the entire country. So it's certainly burgeoning. We're one of the most award-winning states. Um, Bluebird Distilling is an award-winning craft distillery, um, grain to glass, which means they're not buying generic um, alcohol, putting it through the still and pretending to be a craft distiller. Um, <laughs> they're actually doing fermenting. Oh, gosh. And, um, and they are the first distillery to open in Phoenixville. They opened in 2015. Um, they, we have outposts in the Bourse Food Hall in Old City, as well as a retail and tasting room in the shops at Liberty Place. We did, in the past, we, we did uh, Valentine's Day, uh, what was it? The, the Shred Her or Shred Him her event. event. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and then they could drown their sorrows in a little yeah. bluebird cocktail. Or something. Exactly, or something. yeah. Get drunk and get rid of your ex, basically, was the idea behind that. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. We did that. Um, um, also, there's a full bar there. It's not just yeah, like you, it's yeah, not just it's a, a full, store. It's a full craft cocktail bar. You can go get that kind of immersive distillery experience right in the heart of, of Old City. So you can do everything from a spirits tasting to trying a historical cocktail to trying something new and jazzier on, on their kind of rotating craft craft so, distillery craft cocktail scene. Nice. You left a couple of. Uh, Samples in front of us. Yeah, so what you have in front of you is actually what, um, you know, a lot of people don't know that that Pennsylvania is actually uh, where craft distilling got its roots in the United States. It's the birthplace of of whiskey and distilling in America. So what you have in front of you is um, is the unaged spirit. So I see Paul's going straight for the good stuff. No, I, I'll be good. Um, <laughs> there is a protocol, right? I mean, you should now, go... You now, should listen, go. they're both good stuff, but the clear spirit is actually 100% rye, unaged um, whiskey. So this is what goes into the barrel before it's aged. So what you're going to taste, and I, I think I gave some to the fellas behind. Yeah, unfortunately, I think we, they uh, we have rules and laws, and, and we, we were going to, we, we can't pass it out to all of you. I know, I'm so sorry. We're so sorry. But we can, we can drink it. Yeah, we can watch us drink. drink. Would everyone, yeah. watch us. Would everyone like to smell? Yeah. <laughs> this <Sucker. laughs> This has a bit of a, a, a kind of a like a, a good funky. Yeah, so aroma. you're gonna, you're gonna get nice. um, you know it's dry. You're gonna get some like dried cacao on that. It's it, it's smooth. There's definitely some sweetness, um, but you're gonna get a, quite a peppery finish. Ready? Yeah. I Ready? Have... Come on. It's good. Oh bugger. More like a scotchy kind of. Yeah, yeah, and that and that honestly is all that that rye, you know. So rye grows in Pennsylvania, which is which is how the whiskey kind of rebellion began here. Rye grew here, so the farmers um, instead of drinking 
rum, which was heavily taxed because the sugar and molasses, which was imported by like the in from the Caribbean, um, because the English was taxing that, they it was exceptionally patriotic to to grow rye, and then what they would do with the leftover grain? Could you believe that the leftover grain? They would just <laughs> they would just make whiskey with it and drink it. Um, so it's actually it's 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 pretty bloody awesome. cool. This is what our forefathers so let's go to the would have been drinking. Wait, we, we start a little late, so we have to speed it up. Oh, and I, I do want to get to. I do want to go. I want to go the uh, no yeah, taxation so this, without. Representation. This is a straight rye. It's aged for two years in New American charred oak barrels, um, and it's not blended with any other spirits. And uh, it's it's pretty one of my favorites. It's wow. cherry, it's oak. Yeah, yeah. Um, sweet. You're really going to get that delicious. vanilla and wood flavor from the barrel. It's it's pretty special. Can you say that V word again? What did you say at the end? <laughs> vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, so you, you know, this is part of the historical ties. You know, the whiskey yeah. rebellion trail began um, back in in when George Washington took. Yeah. 1,300 troops from the capital, Philadelphia, all the way to Pittsburgh, and marched against its own U.S. people. How do you know so much about American history? You're Wikipedia. So, so Kylie is here. Also, um, she uh, will have a, a really nice prize that she brought with her um, for all of you to perhaps win. Um, uh, talk about this new initiative. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. So the Whiskey Rebellion Trail, it's it's badass, to be completely honest. A lot of people don't know about the fact that Pennsylvania is the birthplace of American whiskey and, and, and the Whiskey Rebellion. Um, they, they're not aware of the, the mid-Atlantic and the role it played in distilling. It's really the birthplace of American distilling. So um, basically, it's a you can go to the whiskeyrebelliontrail.com and you can, if you're a local, you can print out a pass and you can, it, it's perfect for planning day trips. If you've got a bachelorette or bachelor party or just trying to get out and do a day trip, um, there's over 75 distilleries and um uh, in in like four different s- in spots. four different states, so huh. ranging from the Pittsburgh, Baltimore, DC, Philadelphia region, mm-hmm. um, and you can you can purchase and print out passes that you get you kind of exclusive behind the scenes, either cocktails, tastings, tours. Um, it, it's it's pretty bloody cool. And awesome. of course, uh, Bluebird Distilling is participating. Yeah, exactly. Um, Bluebird Distilling is is part of that, as are many others like Manitoni Steelworks, um, Boardroom Spirits, Row House Spirits. You know, these are really really great local businesses we should be supporting. You know, I, I, what's really interesting me, to me, Paul, is like how like. Um they're all friends. They're like competitors, but yet friends. Yeah. They're all sitting in those little bumper and cars <laughs> right there. <laughs> Everyone's a friend if you bring whiskey, Paul. <laughs> and Over we were here. talking, we were talking uh, before we came over here. Erin was giving you some American history. Like yeah, she drunk told American me, history. She told me to mention about the time that George Washington rode the koalas into battle and then threw <laughs> the whiskey into the Delaware River. Okay, I guess you need right. a few to believe that. Like, yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. And then the Emu War of 1974. The Emu War. <laughs> so, Erin, step up here. We want to we know all about Devil's Den first, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. I, uh, Where are you so, located? Are we, the Devil's Den is at 11th and Ellsworth. We're down in South Philly. Um, we're getting ready. We just had a big event with Oma Gang today, so I've been 
kind of busy all Thank day. Thank you for coming, by the way. That's busy. We also know that you guys, all of you, are really, all of you, are really uh, <laughs> very busy, and we really thank you. Like, you guys are the, the titans of, of beer and booze, and we really appreciate you being here. Well, we're preparing now uh, for August 10th, which is going to be our ninth annual Sourfest at the Devil's Den. Talk so- about sour. Who loves sours? <laughs> I think somebody who likes Sourfest. Sour? <laughs> All right, who hates sours? Anybody who does, hate? Who doesn't know? Yeah. Who doesn't know? There's a lot of indecisive people. Huh. Bill, yeah. put your hand Who would drink down. anything that we put in front of you? Put your hand down. There we go. There you go. There's always uh, one degenerate in the crowd. So please continue, Aaron. So uh, for Sourfest, I mean, I've always been a fan of sour beers. And, you know, 10, 11 years ago, you didn't see them all that often. So I started devoting um, a week around my birthday to sour birthday? beers because that's what I wanted to When's drink. When's your birthday? August 18th. Oh, happy early. So we moved it up a little bit yeah. this year just because of timing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I will see you at Pucka. Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, we're having our sour beer fest. We're going to have, um, we usually devote a draft tower of beer all week long to sour beers. And we do everything from very traditional, very sour, sour Belgian beers to a lot of the lighter Berliner Weisses. We have a ton of different local fruit sours that are going on this year. Um, so it's a little bit of everything. We do keep some of our lines open for some Pilsners and some IPAs, too. And those are like you know. Coronas right there. <laughs> <laughs> no Corona no. at the Devil's Den. What? But plenty of Miller High Life. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Owner so, Citywide is oh, yeah, a Miller citywide. High Life and a Pickleback. Talk about a Citywide. I don't think uh, uh, there's a lot of people actually know there are not a lot of people that are from this area that they, they've come in from other areas. What is a what is a So a traditional citywide, it's a beer and a shot, but a traditional Philadelphia citywide is the PBR and J, uh, Jim Beam. Where did that um, we start? do a whole is menu. That, does anybody know where that started? Bob and Barbara's. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Wow. Come on, that should be that we should have been a, them that time, should have been a question. <laughs> so it's not um, dropping the shot into the beer. No, you drink them together. You do the shot, drink the beer. It's not dropping one in the other. It's 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 not that at all. Um, we do a whole group of them. We do the owner citywide, which is Miller High Life and Picklebacks, which is what I like to do when I go out. Um, we are actually starting a couple evil genius ones. With Luke Bowen, just raise the house there. The evil uh, genius, genius. uh, Stacy's mom, with the um, Jameson IPA cast conditioned Stacy's mom. Because she's got it going on. And the purple dish, monkey dishwasher (laughs) with their seed. Look at this, how we've got it going on. My mom's name is Stacy, so shut up. (laughs) So we've we've got a whole bunch of uh, fun citywides. A lot of them craft beer and craft cocktails, right. and a lot of them local. Yeah, yeah. And then you, pink boots. We, I guess. Yes, pink boots. That's what I was just going to get. Yeah, yeah, we've, yeah, so we, we've, um, we, we've, uh, we've known you for a while. We've done, you know, we've done a, a, a ton of things with you um, for radio, for KYW News Radio, for for TV, and and, and for of course beer and booze yeah. bros um, with a Z. And um, <laughs> but one of the things that you you were the president of a nonprofit that is uh, very very special, right? Yeah. So the Pink Boot Society is an international nonprofit. Our mission is to ins- assist and encourage women in the brewing industry through education. 
So we do a lot of networking, but we also do a lot of fundraising. And the fundraising is used to um, get scholarships for women in the brewing industry, whether it is going to a malting class or going to a brewing school or online business classes. Um, Sometimes it is um, being able to pay for their membership in, and be able to go to, like, the Brewers Association of Pennsylvania's, you know, symposium and all. But we they also, also have to pay it back. Yeah. After, if they win a scholarship, the deal is it's a pay-it-forward program. So anybody who has been awarded a scholarship through Pink Boots has to either publish an article or give a class where they give back the knowledge that they learn to the other women from their chapter. We had the pleasure to meet some 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 of your recipients. Yeah. Um, well, we had our Harley first, was, yeah, yeah, and we had our first Bull Women in Beer Festival, where 100% of the profits was donated to Pink Boots. So this year we raised fifteen thousand sixty two dollars and two cents. Well, how much was it? Again? You know, that, that's such a thing. Fifteen thousand sixty two dollars wow, and two great. cents. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. So it wasn't, and, and then it wasn't so much that you never felt excluded from the industry. It's just evolving. Yeah, and I mean, I think the big thing is that this has always been a very male-dominated industry, yeah. and there's there's Sorry, no question about that. <laughs> yeah. it, it wasn't that but, they were they were shutting you out, though. No, and no, and well, most and most of these guys have been pretty <laughs> not awesome. These blokes. Yeah, but what you guys but what you guys did it's more that's something about, that dudes it's more don't about, do. Like I think. When most people think about getting into the brewery, brewing industry, it's more men getting into it. That's what you the like. The image you see is the bearded white dude with the you know flannel. You mean like all the guys around you? (laughs) (laughs) But there are a lot of women in the industry, and women were the first brewers traditionally and historically the first brewers. And it's all about letting people know that we're out there and the more that people see what we're doing and the different roles we have other than just bartenders and sales reps the more we're going to see more women getting into the we're going to ask right. more questions about that later yeah. but uh we're going to move on but but uh erin erin plug plug your uh your your sour fest coming up sour fest at the devil's den it starts august 10th it runs seven days I have a ton of sour beers, a lot of locals, a lot of Pink Boots members, and a lot of Pink Boots only made beers for this festival. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. We got the next round, guys. Just got to get paid first. Stay with us. The Beer and Booze Bros will be right back. The podcast that's all soccer all the time. It's what's new on the soccer scene. Every week on the Philly Soccer Show, hosted by KYW's Greg Orlandini. What was the experience like for your first home game? It's always interesting to hear from players that come over from Europe. They don't have it like here in Philly. <laughs> I think we'll get a little more real for us tomorrow as well. Was that the coldest soccer game you've ever played in? Wow, it's crazy. <laughs> Join the thousands who hear the Philly Soccer Show on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Luke right, Bowen. Let's go to Luke Bowen, Paul. Yes. Yeah. Hello. Oh, thank you. That's a good plug. Co-owner of uh, Evil Genius. Evil Genius. Yeah. Uh, yep. Right under the L there. And yeah. You're, you're, you're fairly new there, right? Couple yeah. Years. Like two years, two years of change. Yeah. yeah. You were contracting there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain yeah. So what, that. Yeah. So, uh, so, so my business partner, Trevor, and I started Evil Genius mm-hmm. in 2011. And, uh, you know, we were really big fans of beer and, you know, we were coming out of grad school. I think we were like 26, 27. And like, this was in the, like right after the big recession, you know what I mean? Like we didn't have any money to build this huge brewery and that just really kind of wasn't in the cards. And so what we kind of did was, you know, craft was kind of coming up and really sort of, you know, creating, creating its sort of niche, you know, within, within big beer. I mean, this was, 
you know, heck, 10, 11 years ago, like when we were really kind of starting this thing out. And there was just other room and other breweries that they were like, hey, we have excess tanks. Like, we we're like, well, why are we building this thing that we can't afford? So, like, we just kind of went and started doing that and then just sort of grew and grew and grew. And, you know, now have the great place in Philadelphia where, you know, our team, we do a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, we are doing that Jameson Caskmates Drinking Buddies program that we're aging uh, beer in Jameson barrels. Um, and that's going to be something that we're doing with, very, you very know. Very trendy, Luke, right? Isn't That's like everybody's after these like barrels Barrels it's wild man like it's it it kind of it ebbs and flows you know but definitely you know that's a cool opportunity for us and you know my business partner's from dublin ireland actually so like that's a pretty cool segue so you know so that so that totally works um so you know yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yep so like i mean it was really cool when they you know had reached out and stuff and just having the the jameson thing and trevor being from dublin and being in america is is a really cool thing and uh ties both both pieces together really nicely paul we had the pleasure to to go uh with like we 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 wheeled this little barrel in the (laughs) lab you call your brewery the lab and uh you guys were just so gracious to us we really appreciate that we we had a nice little conversation it was was fun you guys are hilarious wait till we we get to the names um of of all Let's, have, let's just go right because we don't have a lot of time. Let's go right All into right. it. Uh, we, you want to get? You want to do the uh, little game here? Where? Well, no, no. We want to. We. I think going. we're going to like do this with everyone, and then okay. we're going to go. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, what do you got hot now? So, um, we actually just dropped a uh, beer for Shark Week uh, called Baby Shark. Uh, it is a do 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 because that's oh going to be in your head for the next two oh hours. Um, so, it's a <laughs> so it's a hazy mosaic pale ale. Uh, really, really good. It's only available at the brewery on Front Street right now. Uh, we just made a limited amount of cases. Uh, released it actually literally yesterday. We're about halfway we saw, sold we saw out. The so. art on that is beautiful. Like where you get your first of all, your names are insane. Yeah. How do you get your name? It's like Stacy's mom. She's got it going. Have on. you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, yeah. We pass the sandwich around a lot at the. At the <laughs> so <burgers>. which, <laughs> which twisted uh, which twisted worker at Evil Genius came up with uh, Baby Shark? Well, you know it's funny. Um, some of the names we can't totally place because we do actually let everybody in the company and also like outside the company at least like have a shot with coming up with coming up with the names. We get a lot of stuff on Twitter, or Instagram, or whatever oh, where wow. people suggest names and like uh, you know there's stuff some stuff that we just can't do uh, you know for obvious reasons. But um, <laughs> no, I don't want you mean please. Continue with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, 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 no, but like somebody legitimately wrote this in like a couple weeks ago. They're like, dude, you should call a beer like just the tip. And we're like, no, uh, dude, like, like, are you serious? Uh, Thank God this is a podcast. Like that. <laughs> was like, yeah, a lot of beer, to, a lot of bearded dudes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> And so, we'll, yeah, case, we'll cap some beer. Yeah, so case in point. So, yeah, exactly. So anyway, but like, but you know, anything sort of beyond that, you know, everybody has a chance. We actually do name beers things all the time at the tap room that we don't come up with that people send to us all the time. So we do encourage people to throw stuff out there because it's about like having fun and we don't really take ourselves too seriously, obviously. So, so at your bar, uh, uh, Baby Shark, your newest one, uh, uh, right? We're just in the nick of time for, for, uh, for uh, Shark Week. Shark Week. Um, do you... Uh, <laughs> I sell cans, but you have it on draft as well. Uh, no, just cans only. Oh. So, yep, we just packaged all of it, 100% in cans. Very, very limited. You have to go to the tap room to be able to grab it. But I did bring a four pack with me for somebody. It was so somewhere. Person. somewhere. I so, would yeah. suggest a very good citywide where you put some grenadine in it. So it's like I'm into in it. Water. Ooh, that's actually good. See, that's the like thing. Shark See? attack. So with Evil Genius, um, Evil Genius, like I mean, you've been known to throw some crazy things into your your vats, We're like weird a guys, wedding cake. Yeah. 
and other yeah. things, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, they just experiment all the time, I guess, hence the Yeah, we have a coconut, slap. lime, vanilla beer right now with edible glitter. Um, edible yeah. glitter. So, yeah, that we shoot it. Yeah, no, we did. Yeah, we did a beer with a, with, there was a local couple that got married at the brewery, and they literally came in since, like, the day we opened that place, and they wanted to brew a beer. So John, who's our brewer, and the couple went to, like, Acme and got, like, 10 sheet cakes no and we just way. like threw them all in the beer with sprinkles oh. and like icy yeah, how, yeah, 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 how, yeah how good of a beer was it was, it? was so good dude. it was good dude. <laughs> it, was so, <laughs> it was so good it was so good it was like yeah it's i mean it's like if you like if you like cake imagine. icing you would have loved that beer oh it was basically God. alcoholic cake icing which Hilarious. is awesome. wow so wow, yeah wow. so we so we mess around with some yeah. stuff Cool. All right, let's uh, move so, on to yeah, we'll, we'll move on just a second. But oh. like when we went there, I found their their your your happy hour, Luke. Uh, is oh, based right, on, right, like right, you right, have right, like right. something uh, some play on the on the stock exchange. Yeah, so we do. Uh, so for happy hour, we do this um, this kind of variable pricing where um, every five minutes pricing resets. So um, say we have twelve beers on tap. Um, if you know the the six that are ordered more than the other six fluctuate in price. So every five minutes, a pint of beer that might be six bucks would go up to like six fifty or down to five fifty. So you see people like racing right before. It changes to like grab a beer real quick because they're afraid that the price is going to go up by a quarter after the machine resets. We have it all, all these big screens. It's interactive in real time. Uh, and it's something just kind of unique and different um, that we saw. Actually, my, my business partner, uh, he was living in Australia and saw an Australian bar. Yeah, Australia. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> but uh, saw, uh, saw this bar down there doing it and hadn't seen it really anywhere in the States or at least with breweries. So don't steal our idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are they really? That sounds like that's a lot. A lot of fun. No, it's it's cool, man. Yeah. We, you know, we have, we have some fun. That's Thank awesome. you, Luke. Let's move on. Uh, move yeah. on to Dave. Dave yeah. is the uh, smarty pants in the crowd, Mister College Graduate <laughs> with your uh, brewery, brewery license. Barely, but, uh, barely. You, got a, you have a great spot on Second Street, and it's a, it's it's a great vibe. If you've ever been, what is that? He's got the microphone. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anybody been to Urban Village? It's, uh, it's Urban it's, Village. It's, it's, uh, Urban Village in Northern <laughs> Liberty. Right Smiths. They make great beer, first of all, and it's a, it's a very comfortable vibe. It's, it's, and, it's, it's uh, tank to table and you, you great like food it. lineup. Yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. Tell us about uh, your, your journey from... Well, first of all, uh, why don't you just identify yourself? I don't think you did a great introduction there. Guys. No, I think that was the most awesome introduction ever. You didn't say his last name. I, I, I thought it was on point. I think you told me I was smart. I called I Goldman uh, Urban Village. <laughs> Um, thank you for coming. Uh, what do you have? What do you have new? What's going on over there? Um, a lot of things. I think the the biggest event coming up for us right now is Second Street Festival. It's pretty much the signature event in, in Philadelphia all year round. You guys should all make it if you can. It's, uh, the first Sunday in August every year, and when they close, we close Second Street from Germantown to Spring Garden, and there's a. I can't, there's maybe 50,000 people out. 50,000? Yeah, it's huge. No. Wow. We, wow. You created a beer especially for it called? I did. Um, we worked really hard on this name, and it's called Second Street Fest. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought we won't. <laughs> that is Mr. Total Mr. Baby Shark did what you do over there is losing it. <laughs> we, we, went, we went in a totally different direction. And, um, yeah, we don't want anyone to be confused about what it might be there for. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We, we we also agreed that we nailed it, not just on the beer, but the name. So what, what, what's the style? What, what, talk about the beer. So I was talking with some of the other bar owners. We have a we have a pretty good crew of um of bars on in our on our block on Second Street, um, El Camino, Standard Tap, and North Bowl. And 
So it's first Sunday in August. It's always hot. It's a hot day out there. It's a fun day, but a hot day. So we thought we want to go something light and crisp um, that you could just crush and it wouldn't put you back. So we'd say uh, it's a, the base style is a Pilsner. There's a little bit of citron mosaic on there. It's not, it's not an IPA, but it does have some really nice aromatics to it um, to go along with it. It's a great beer for a hot day outside. It's about 4.5% ABV. And it'll be available, obviously, it's at Urban Village, but also everywhere up and down 2nd Street. Can we uh, just talk about, uh, so you have University of Sciences. Like, what was that? What, like, you were the, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, sure. So I, I was preparing to open up this brewery, and Dr. Farber is the person that operates. He's a, he runs the Brewing Sciences program there. And he was like, you know, wouldn't it be better if you knew what you were doing when you opened And I I was like, I don't know. I'm totally prepared to wing it. But if if you think it's a good idea. So so, um, the timing worked out perfectly. I think we opened June 1, 2017. And you could do it in a year and a half. So I started whenever, you know, roughly a year and a half before that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And um, it it was a great program. You learn a lot. Um, I've been making beer. Um, I built a small brewery in my house that I've been making beer every week for three years but um definitely doing that program helped me considerably in terms of how, how, did, some it, of the details. how did it do that there, there's a lot of science obviously in making beer and if you can make great recipes and you can make great beer but if you want to make that same beer great and taste the same the next time and the next time you really need the benefit of like the science background to know what's going on and when things don't go right i, I would say when you have problems most problems are fixable if you know what's going on if you don't know what's going on, your options are throw it out or serve something you're not proud of. So it, it's helped me out tremendously. Well, you, you get really creative, too, in a different way. Like, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, it's a low ABV, but your beet beer all yeah, the way up to, yeah. like, you know, it's amazing. Like, you, you really explore. Yeah, we, you know, we tr- so in terms of, like, stylistically, what we're trying to do with beer is we want to be a flavor. F- all our beers should be flavor forward and should really um, – hit upon what you're drinking that beer for. Um, so, you know, we do make a Pilsner, and we think it's really crisp and light, and we think that's just how you'd want a Pilsner to be. All our IPAs are big on late hop, hop additions because that's what, you know, we want out of an IPA. What's cool. the craziest beer you, we ever made? Like, was it the Beats or something <sighs> else? Like, where you really went out there and, and it's a healthy, out of your It's coffee. a healthy way of drinking. You, you know, um, beet beer. We, we've, yeah. tried <laughs> lot, we've tried lots of stupid things. Um, the beets is probably beets is up there. I mean, I can't really take a lot of credit for how difficult it is to make. It's for a batch of beer. It's three hundred and fifty pounds of beets that the kitchen has to roast, peel, and juice, and then. So how for, long does that take? <laughs> so Aaron's I don't, I don't know because I don't, I don't walk and, back and, there. And, and, <laughs> I, I, I just say on this day I need this many you know containers of beet roasted yeah, beet juice. Peel them and all. Let's see if he brew a beet. <laughs> you, you would literally never see it again. <laughs> did evil Did evil genius ever uh, create a, a vegetable beer? Uh, no, I don't think we, I, we did a cucumber saison one time. Okay, and uh, again, I have no idea how that was done either. <laughs> but, but you're much bigger on cakes than uh, we're, big, the yeah, we're big on cakes. Yeah. Big yeah. On we, cakes. we actually last year there was an event um, next to us in the piazza called Pickledelphia, oh. and um, they asked us to make a pickle beer for it. And I'd actually, in the back of my mind, been wanting to do something like that. Like, obviously, do a goza with pickling spice. Wow. You did it? So, I'm going to tell you about our first fail on it. So, uh, (laughs) I was like, you know, before I brew a whole batch, why don't we just um, take a firkin of goza and put the pickling spice in, get an idea of how much we want and how how it'll come out. 
So we did that, and I'm really excited to try it. And it got within maybe like a foot of my face, and it was like Ooh. incredibly offensive. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Dill. Mm. Awesome. And then yeah. aged it in dad's hat barrels. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. Sounds oh. pretty nice. cool. Yeah. So we, we want to get we want to move on. Uh, thank you very yeah. much. Um, thank you. We want to move on because we have some prizes and some trivia questions and for you to ask questions of the experts here. But uh, before we do that, um, so did you guys ever like go and like get a beer and not like it just isn't the way it really should taste? It's like your favorite beer. There's extra bubbles in it. That happened to me yesterday. Yeah. Like, it, it, like what's going on here? It, like, it was outdoors, and uh, I guess it was the temps. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. But to flush that out for us, where are you guys? Ah, we have uh, – why, why don't you introduce yourselves over there? Uh, I'm Nicholas Less from Philly Tap Services and also Philly Homebrew Outlet. So no matter how good the beer is that the, that the brewers make, none of that crap matters. If, you're, if the lines in your bar are bad, and that's where you guys come in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially uh, if a brewer wants their beer to be accurately represented in a bar, they're going to want to make sure that they're sending to a place that regularly cleans their taps, uh, which in Pennsylvania we have the fallback on. It is law to clean your taps once a week, which is Oh, nice. really? Wow. Once a it week. It is, is actually law in Pennsylvania. Um, I can't say that much for other states. So, well, how many actual here? bars like uh, actually follow that? Everyone, really, all of them. Is there, do they come in? And, they come in inspe- is there inspections? Oh, they are not telling the truth. Yeah. Inspections? Are there inspections? I mean, there there is inspections. It is. Um, it does come down to retailers' responsibility. So, it is not my responsibility if you do not clean your taps once a week. It is your responsibility. So that is like you're anxious to have it logged and have it done every week. If you don't, you will get fined. Um, but I can't say or promise that people do it every week. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, colleague here. Uh, I, I'm getting names mixed up. I'm sorry. Kevin. You're Kevin. Yep. He's had a little whiskey. Uh, <laughs> me, me too. This couch is really comfortable, too. I feel like manspreading here a little bit. Um, Kevin. You. <laughs> You oh. had a, That's your dad. You had, <laughs> you're there on you're the front line Chris, and the back lines. What are some of the horror stories you've run into at, at bars? And by the way, Kevin does not drink at bars. And they do not That's do the devil's so, <laughs> so, so, so I do drink at bars. I've had quite a few tonight, actually. Um, I, don't drink, <laughs> I don't drink draft at bars anymore because of some of the horror stories that I've seen out there. Really? Oh, do, do no. tell. Please what? do tell. <laughs> Please continue. I, I've been the manager for Philly Taps for the last nine months and have had the pleasure of being taught everything that I know by Nick. Um, sometimes you run into instances where I call them Scooby Snacks. Other people would call them things much grosser. Wow. Will come out of your beer line. Wait, wait, I'm gonna <laughs> call them can and bottlenecks. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where you've been at a bar and like someone pours you a draft and it comes over and there's something maybe floating in it or something that maybe shouldn't be there. Yummy. Something that just looks off about the bar. Something that tastes weird about the draft. Wow. Um, that's what we're here for. We're <laughs> We're gonna make sure that Yummy. doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm here with all the good news, everybody. Right here, but you, you, run, you run into that. <laughs> hmm? You run into that too often. 
Uh, not very often. Okay. I mean, we service uh, about 70 bars throughout the city, so yeah. I have a ton of options. Yeah. I will always go somewhere that we service because I know that I can trust those locations. Because you clean them. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He only yeah. runs into that when we first But really, it's, it's, it's super important <laughs> for bars to do that, and I don't think they all get that. It's very important. Um, I was kind of ignorant to the fact of how important it really was when I first started uh, the state of Pennsylvania, like Nick said, does require weekly cleanings. That may in itself be a little excessive, but I really wouldn't change it for the world. It really does change but, the but quality. But all of the drugs. bar owners, they, they you guys, you guys do that regularly. I mean, and, and plus, I mean, I mean, you, you, I know you guys do that you, every uh, week. What What would you tell patrons when they go to the bar if they taste something funky? Uh, recommend that they call Philly Tap Services <laughs> at uh, two two six seven six 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 zero four twenty. And I wish I was joking about that. And see a doctor immediately. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we're running out yeah, of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey guys, we want, thanks. We want, thank yeah. you. Really appreciate. It. Oh, Wait, uh, are we good? Or do you want to add anything else, guys? I uh, just do, do want to add. We do yeah. actually not just maintain draft systems. We do actually build them too. Um, I did build the Evil Genius Tap System. Oh, that's an imp- oh, that's go. impressive. You so, if you've ever been to Evil Genius, that like that tap system is incredible. Wow, you guys Thank built you. that. It's, yeah. Does, wow. Does, I am super anal retentive. So awesome. You know. Just a side oh, note. You, yeah, go ahead. I, I have a horse in this race, but uh, there's no work better than Nick Less's work out in the field. All right, about that. Yeah, Thank you. Good up for him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're running out of time. We want to open it, and, and we thank you all for coming. We, we want to talk to you. We want you to talk to them. And pass, uh, pass the mic to people who, who, yeah. who have any so questions. So this is the time, and, 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 and I think uh, some people brought some prizes, so uh, oh, right, right, we right. want you to have, get some prizes, too. Who so, has prizes? Who, uh, they have them. I'll, I'll coordinate that. I'll be, okay. I'm going to go over here. But um, Anybody have any questions for, the, for any of us? Come on. I know you all have questions. Yes. Hi. How, who are you? You look like your name. <laughs> yes, go on. Yeah. Um, my name is Mary Brown. I'm a friend of Paul Kurtz's. From I, I've never seen her before. I don't know what she's talking about. For about, we won't say, right, Paul? More than a year. Yeah, more than a year. Right. Yeah. I do, I do. So the tap cleaning business sounds like um, an exclusive type of business. How many tap cleaning businesses are there? Whiskey's getting in the way. Um, within Philadelphia, there's probably about five or six that I know of. Um, there isn't many. Uh, it's it's kind of one of those businesses that people don't really think much about, but it needs to be done. So there's plenty of work, and I'm usually busy about 100% of the week. Anybody else? Hello, sir. What is your name? Hi, I'm Jay, and I'm from Philadelphia, and I have a question for the Philly Tats. I was always told if you're going to buy alcohol or a beer that's being on tap, to get one that has a higher concentration of alcohol level because it sterilizes it. So is that true or not? You just got some really good friends, man. <laughs> That is absolutely not true. <laughs> absolutely, positively, 100% not true. Your friends are trying to get you drunk, my friend. All right, so Kylie, you want to start? Okay, here. Yeah. 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 Yeah
In what year did George Washington ride the koalas? Just kidding. Did George Washington <laughs> take 13,000 troops to march to Pittsburgh to march on his on the own US citizens? Jesus. Anyone? Sometime in the 1700s. 1866. No. What? <laughs> close. No cigar or no whiskey. Is he close? No. <laughs> Where, what is the birthplace of American distilling? I'll give it to you. It goes to the man in the purple shirt. <laughs> he wins two tickets to Tuesday night's Wands and Whiskey at Cherry Street Pier. We have Evil Genius. Um, can you... Evil Genius. Luke. Luke. Can you give us... <laughs> can you uh, uh, give us some uh, names of your beers and see if people can match them up to what, where they come from? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh can I win? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first name chicken is... <laughs> the first name is I Love Lamp. What movie? Yes. Yay! Okay. So Aaron... Aaron... Aaron has a prize. Gift certificate. A gift certificate. To the oh, hold on. Paul, what, what, Paul what kind of messed Paul kind of messed that Look, up. But. <laughs> so, oh, right. Oh, gift certificate to Devil's Den. Yes. And Aaron, Aaron has a question, and you have something else too, right? Oh, We're wait. hitting the clock. This clock is really coming up. Does anybody know, Paul, know <laughs> where Devil's the name Devil's Den came from? Devil's Den. Does anybody know where the name Devil's Den came from? No, it doesn't help if we've already done an interview about it. Damn it. it. <laughs> no, it's been on some TV and all. Anybody? It's actually a good question. Next question. Next, right, next question. question. Next question. Uh, oh, I'm gonna have all ones nobody can answer. answer? It's Gettysburg. The Gettysburg. It's the oh, Devil's Den. It's caves, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. they're caves. There's an Australian yeah. here to tell you about American history. Okay, yeah. guys, step it up. Step it up. Three minutes left. Okay. Ooh, does anybody know what the word Duval is from? Duval. Mama the likes that one. Mama likes that one. Duval. No, you're a winner. Sit well, down. So the, the beer Duval, what is it named? What is the Flemish translation, yeah, sure. translation of Duval? Robert Duval. <laughs> Robert Duval is incorrect. Exactly. Maybe Good you should win the game. Industry people, sit down. Uh, all right. Next, next question. Next wait, question. Wait, we're allowed to win. Dumb it down further. Oh, just <laughs> <laughs> Be nice to the audience there, Paul. What, what event, okay, I'm going to ask on behalf of you. What event high. is coming up in, at Erin's place? All of her taps are going to be dedicated to this style of beer. Yeah. Sour. Yeah. Who got that? All right. What is it? All right. Is that it? We have no more prizes. We're good. Yeah. Okay. It's so a gift certificate. A gift certificate to to uh, Devil's Den. You've got a twenty dollars yeah, gift won. certificate to right. Devil's so, Den. Yes. Okay. Uh, so uh, thank you all. We're our time is up. We thank you so much. Uh, you can go to the bar afterwards and thank you so and much. And drinks are on Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> that is not true. Uh, Tattoo Moms, thank you. Uh, the Philadelphia uh, uh, podcast. The, 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 the Beer Philly. and Booze Bros podcast. Papa. This is our podcast, yes. but this is the festival. The, the Philly Podcast Festival. Thank you for so much, Philly Podcast Festival. Harrison, thank you so much. And Harrison from Obi. From Obi. That's uh, Harrison right there. Thank you so much from Obi. Right? Stand on thank point. You, guys, you guys stand on point. Yeah. I appreciate thank you all for coming. We really appreciate it. Thank you for our pals. Thank you all you. We are the Beer and Boost Bros with a Z. Woo! Thank you all. <laughs> we missed. We missed. <laughs>